How does trauma affect our health, both mentally and physically? Is your body communicating to you and telling you that you've experienced some trauma? And most importantly, what we can do about it. That's what we're covering in today's podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Janae Johnson, and welcome to the Hello Well podcast. This podcast has been a long time in the making. It's finally here, and I'm so excited. Thank you for tuning in. So today we are talking about trauma. Spoiler alert, pretty much everybody out there has experienced trauma in some capacity. And the reason why we care about this topic so much is because trauma, when left undealt with, has a huge impact both on our mental and emotional health, but also on our physical health as well. I'm on this freaking mission, you guys, to best understand how us as humans, how we can live the happiest, healthiest lives possible. And so with that being said, I'm always interested in in learning and taking different trainings. And last weekend, I took a training called Somatic Experiencing Trauma Therapy. And I had a number of you messaging me asking what is this? So I wanted to dive in today, just let you guys know what is somatic therapy and just kind of talk a little bit about trauma. I think so many people have in their minds that trauma looks like either domestic violence or sexual abuse or like a really traumatic childhood experience. Yes, but it can also look a lot smaller than that. It can be falling off a bike. It can be going through some sort of surgery, really anytime you're feeling fearful or unsafe, that can be traumatic to your body. And that can have a pretty big impact on your uh, mental and emotional health and your physical health as well. So I thought I would just start by saying that I was introduced to somatic therapy last year when I was going to school for holistic nutrition. The topic came up a lot throughout the year because the mind and body are so interconnected. And in order for a person to be truly healthy and devoid of illness, there's so many things that factor into that. You know, if somebody could be eating the most quote unquote perfect healthy diet but if they have got underlying you know emotional stressors or trauma things that they haven't dealt with that's going to have a really big impact on their health ultimately you're going to have as a nutritionist clients who have some emotional stuff going on because the truth is is that most people kind of know what they're supposed to eat. Uh, It's more challenging though to actually follow through and actually adopt those habits. Food can be very emotional for a lot of us. So this topic of somatic therapy kept coming up and um, a lot of trusted individuals that I knew within school really recommended it. At the same time, I was going through some very traumatic stuff in my personal life. Let's just say my life kind of blew up and it was very traumatic. At the same time, I am going to school full time, which for anybody who has been to school, you know how stressful that can be. Your mind is constantly going and uh, working full time. So my body kind of shut down on me because of all this stress and all this trauma that I had been experiencing. My hair started falling out. My iron levels dipped really low. My energy was low. My digestion was absolutely horrible. I was in discomfort and pain every day. Things in my body were not happy. And this is so common with people who go through trauma, who experience intense bouts of stress. Your body will speak to you. These health issues do arise during these times. 
Oftentimes when we're taking on new nutrition clients, you can ask a person, when did these health issues start? And oftentimes it started during a traumatic situation or shortly afterwards. And so I started looking to alternative forms of healing because, I mean, I was going to nutrition school. I was doing all the things diet wise that somebody should be doing to feel better. And I still wasn't feeling any better. And somebody in school referred me to a naturopathic doctor by the name of Dr. Jenny Kandari, who we're going to have on the show in an upcoming podcast. She's a naturopathic doctor, but she also does like craniosacral work and Reiki and somatic, this somatic experiencing. So I went to her and the way my body reacted was pretty crazy. The health issues that I was experiencing, finally, I was actually seeing some improvement from these sessions with her. So I was like, okay, this somatic experiencing, whatever she's doing, this is really helping me. So it was a combination of going to her and experiencing that firsthand, combined with all the trusted teachers that I had at school who were really speaking highly of this somatic experiencing therapy. And uh, especially in the world of trauma, just how many people were being helped by this work. So what exactly is somatic experiencing? Let's Google it and see what it says. I'm curious what it says on the Google. Okay, so somatic experiencing is a form of alternative therapy aimed at relieving the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder and other physical or mental trauma-related health problems by focusing on the client's body sensations. So somatic experiencing is a type of trauma therapy that helps to regulate the nervous system. You've heard of fight or flight? and rest and digest, right? That is your nervous system. It sends signals to and from different parts of your body. And when somebody is in fight or flight mode, a lot of the time you're feeling anxious, you're not feeling safe, your nervous system is activated. And that's not good. That's no bueno. And yes, this work focuses on getting an individual to really tap into their body because there is a lot of truth. There are a lot of secrets that are in our bodies. And so many of us are living in our heads. We're super disconnected from our bodies. And so this work is about tuning into the body, tapping into the body. And I don't know if any of you have had this experience, but it's pretty crazy. When you do that, oftentimes, and you can maybe even do this right now, but if you really just get grounded with yourself, take a deep breath in. Oftentimes, if you are feeling anything in your body, whether it be like fluttering in your stomach, clenching in your stomach, maybe a rapid heart rate, Oftentimes, if you tune into that and focus on it and really kind of amp it up, like really feel into it, oftentimes a memory or an image will come to your mind, which is pretty crazy. In the work that I've done in the past, a lot of different forms of therapy, um, I'm, I'm used to doing this kind of work and I've seen how often that does happen. And I kind of do that on a regular basis. Anytime I am feeling something in my physical body, I will tune into it. And oftentimes, yeah, either a memory will come up or some sort of emotion like anger or sadness or loneliness. And once we start kind of like connecting to that, that's kind of where the healing begins. Because if you're so disconnected from even being able to feel those things in the first place, it's pretty hard to find an entry point into dealing with your pain or your issues or your patterns 
or your trauma or the things that happened when you were younger that are still playing out in your life now and affecting the way you're living your life now. But for some people, tapping in and tuning into the body is not safe because of the trauma that they've experienced. So it makes healing very challenging because they're not able to connect with themselves. And if connecting with yourself feels that scary, that unsafe, it's probably very unlikely that you're going to go there, that you're going to want to go there, and that it's going to actually even be helpful for you to go there. So what somatic experiencing does is it gradually, it's a very, very gentle modality. Never in my life have I ever experienced a form of therapy that is so gentle. Like, I don't know about you, but my experience of going to therapy or different self-development workshops and seminars, usually it's always this very intense, like, feel your feelings, go deep, like, cry really hard. It's very cathartic and you feel things deeply and you let it out and you cry and that's encouraging. And maybe for somebody who has the capacity to go there, that's okay to do and that feels safe to do. But for people who've experienced, you know, certain levels of trauma, that in itself can actually be more traumatizing to the nervous system and to the body and is not helpful. The bigger the trauma that a person has experienced, the less likely a big, intense, cathartic therapy session is actually going to be helpful for them. So especially for those individuals, the somatic therapy is so helpful. So somatic by definition means to relate to the body. It was developed by a man by the name of Peter Levine, and he created this therapy after witnessing animals in the wild. So what they observed is that animals in the wild, when they are in fear or in a trauma type situation, let's take a polar bear, for example. If a polar bear is being chased by a hunter, what you will see is after the polar bear gets to safety, the polar bear will often shake, like literally physically shake. And what's happening in this situation is that, you know, when we're experiencing trauma or extreme fear, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of charge in our body. Our nervous system goes into fight or flight mode. Adrenaline and cortisol, they are just pumping through our bodies, baby. So animals, when they're in fight or flight mode, this extreme fear state, they will shake out that extra energy out of their bodies physically. We as humans don't often shake this energy out. And maybe you've experienced this before, you know, after a car accident, or maybe you've had like a really heated argument with a partner, or maybe you're about to go on stage and speak publicly in front of thousands of people. A lot of the times your body will shake right? And it is actually helpful for us to allow this shaking to occur because it helps to disperse some of that energy. But most of the time, we don't allow ourselves to shake. So after we go through a traumatic experience or something really stressful where our bodies go into fight or flight mode, we're just kind of like bottling this chaotic energy up in our bodies. So what happens when that chaotic, traumatic energy is stuck in our bodies? Well, our body believes that we are always in a dangerous situation. If you've experienced some sort of trauma in your life and haven't dealt with it, it's a good bet that your body is actually perceiving that you're still reliving that trauma. If you haven't fully dealt with it, your nervous system is probably still activated 
and essentially your body is reliving that trauma over and over again. And when we are chronically in fight or flight mode, so many things happen to our health, you guys. This is why so many people today, why adrenal burnout has become such a thing because people are always in fight or flight mode. Majority of people today, their nervous systems are chronically activated because just the way that we live our lives you look around and it's become normalized that everybody is just going 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 non-stop warp 10 speed all the time this is not good for our bodies this is not good for our nervous system and our overall health but we think it's normal because hey joe blow next to us and Susie q on our left side well they're living this way too everybody else is living this way for the most case most of our bodies today have not caught up with being able to live at this pace and we are seeing the effects that it is having on our health globally when your nervous system is chronically activated or you're chronically in fight or flight mode what else happens to your health this is why ibs is such a common thing this is why autoimmune conditions are becoming so much more common fibromyalgia i mean if your body is perceiving that it is always needing to run away from the tiger that it's always in fear and danger that is not where your body or your nervous system is supposed to be cancer depression anxiety like there are so many different issues that arise from your nervous system and this chaotic energy being chronically activated in your body. So what does this trauma look like in a person? What does this active chaotic energy look like? Like how would you be able to look at someone or even yourself and be like, yes, this is going on for me. Someone can either be in fight or flight mode which is typically when somebody is more anxious, has more anxiety, has a hard time focusing on one thing, very busy thoughts, can't sit still, has a hard time uh, being alone with themselves and their thoughts. And then on the flip side, there is also something called freeze. So oftentimes if somebody is in a situation where they are going into such extreme amounts of fear or feeling unsafe, they will actually go into freeze mode because the fear or discomfort of that moment was so intense. The individual is not able to actually deal with it, cope with it or process it. And so they completely just like disconnect from themselves and their body. And this is when we experience freeze mode. And I think a number of us have experienced this at some point in our lives and we might not even be aware of it, but this is when we become so disconnected from our bodies. And really this work is all about finding your way back to yourself, finding your way back to your body. So when someone is more in freeze mode, typically their social engagement is down. They're not really connecting with other people as much. They're more isolated, have a tendency to be more depressed, very low energy. Maybe they have a lack of expression on their face. They're getting through life, but like they're not really feeling anything. People who are super disconnected from their emotions and just kind of apathetic, meh, don't really care about anything. This is another form of knowing that our nervous system has gone through a little bit of trauma and needs a little bit of support. Of course, anybody who is using outside vices, we'll call them, to be able to cope. Drugs, alcohol, being distracted through social media, sex, pornography, shopping, anything that you use outside of yourself to make yourself 
feel better and kind of numb yourself is a sign that your nervous system has probably experienced a little bit of trauma and could probably use a little bit of support. Now, I don't know about you. I personally have never really thought of myself as being an anxious person. And I say that mainly because I associate anxiety with like chaotic thoughts. Anytime I ever talk to anybody who's like, oh, I've got so much anxiety. Usually people describe that as like a very busy mind, which I personally don't have. But I do have very chaotic energy within my body. And I've had this since I was a kid. And how it manifests is me not being able to sit still and me biting my nails. And I, for a long time, was getting fake nails so that I would stop biting my nails. And then when I stopped biting my nails, then I started pulling my hair. I just could not keep my hands still. So that is a form of that chaotic, charged, traumatic energy, really whatever you want to call it. But that is an example of that is in my body. And where did that come from? I mean, I've had that ever since I was a little girl. Both of my parents also have that energy. I'll just say that trauma can be passed down between generations. So when you are growing in your mom's belly, you are connected to her nervous system. And if her nervous system is in fight or flight mode and she's freaking out, whether it's conscious or subconscious, you are becoming attuned to your mom's nervous system while you're growing in her body was very interesting. I was talking with one of the somatic therapy practitioners today, and she was saying there was a study that they did recently on Jewish communities, and they found that the great-grandchildren of those who were in the concentration camps, those grandchildren had like three times more trauma symptoms And they've shown the same thing with First Nations communities. Like there is no doubt about this, that there is definitely an energetic nervous system related energy that is passed on to us from our parents. Of course, there's also learned behavior. So as kids, we watch our parents, we see them, we see their behaviors and we become attuned to the way that they are behaving. But this is definitely a whole other piece. And for me, I don't know if this helps anybody else out there, but I've always been like, I don't feel like I've ever experienced any immense trauma in my personal life. And I'm very grateful for that. So then why the heck do I have this in my body? Like this does not feel like my shit. These do not feel like my issues. It feels like it's been passed down to me. But I think that's where, you know, every generation we have to work on healing and we have to work on healing the pain of our ancestors. And it's a continual growing evolution. There are so many different ways in which people are finding their healing today, whether it be through talk therapy, hypnotherapy, EMDR, which is the light or the rapid eye movement therapy, meditation and yoga, like whatever works for you. But if what I talked about today with this somatic therapy, if that resonated with you, I highly recommend going online and all you have to do is Google somatic therapists in your area, whatever city you're in, and reach out to someone, go and see somebody. Um, I personally am not fully certified yet. I have taken one of the nine trainings with the Somatic Experiencing Trauma Therapy. So I've still got quite a ways to go, but I look forward to being able to take on clients at some point. 
I also had a few of you reaching out to me inquiring about the actual training, interested in, too, wanting to become a somatic therapist in the future. So I will let you know the website is traumahealing.org. There are some admission requirements before you can get into this program. Like the training I did, most of the people that were in the training were therapists, psychotherapists, counselors. There were some body workers as well, people who, you know, were into yoga therapy, massage therapists, craniosacral, and then doctors and nurses. So typically you do have to have some sort of background in the health and wellness field. So that's it for today, you guys. I really hope that you got something out of this episode. I would love to connect with you. I am the most active probably on Instagram at Danae Johnson. So feel free to reach out to me there. I would absolutely love that to hear your feedback on what you thought about this somatic therapy. If you had any more questions and would also love to hear any topics you would like me to cover in the future on upcoming episodes. So thanks so much for tuning in. Share it with anybody who you feel like would get value out of this and stay tuned for next week. Subscribe if you want to be notified when next week's episode comes out. All right. Take care, you guys. Be hella well.